Ladies and gentlemen, it is Marco's flu game podcast as he is battling the elements of strep throat, but we are ready to roll regardless. It is lights out, and away we go for episode 86 of the Eaton Asphalt Podcast. <laughs> Dude. I'm limiting to That's... three coughs this episode, so uh, <laughs> okay. Let's see if we. Can... I'm taking the under. Taking the under. Uh, Marco, thanks for being here. I know it's not easy for you. Um, you look. You look I like think... shit. I'll be honest. Uh, what? <laughs> I feel really, really good right now. So uh, we is... will. <laughs> the fact that you're here is uh, you're you're yeah. a warrior. And I'm I'm happy to be doing with this with you. With that said, let's get this let's get this uh, nice and quick, nice and speedy on our way into the Interlagos weekend. So on this episode of the podcast, we got recent headlines. We'll go through our Grand preview, gambling predictions, race predictions, and we'll let Marco eat some chicken noodle soup and go back to bed. All right, let's get into it with recent headlines. Um, oh. Speaking of people who are sick, looks like Lando Norris might not be racing in the Brazil GP because he has food poisoning. So Lando Norris sick, doesn't do his job. Marco sick and does his job. I don't know what that says about him, but I think McLaren should hire you. Just two top athletes at the top of their sports (laughs) falling down the same weekend. Who would have thought, you know? Uh, But yeah, that might cause a problem because I think think Nick DeVries is the backup for – McLaren, and so I guess is he just the backup for everybody because he's definitely yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, they, said, I mean. they said he's gotten four teams so far on um, yeah. <laughs> this this year alone. So I mean, he's got forty percent of the grid. That's that's got to be breaking a record, right? Yeah, I saw a picture of him in a uh, Netherlands like World Cup jersey, being like, if any of these guys in the World Cup get sick, I think he can just step in. He's at right back, the ultimate substitute. Yeah. Um, other than that, what else we got? Lewis Hamilton, I think, officially made an honorary citizen of Brazil. A ceremony happened, so good for him. I don't know what any of that means. I'm pretty sure it means nothing. It's just like a fun ceremony for him to get dressed up at. There's the random cities that like love random drivers. What is it? Japan and Seb like just yeah. have this incredible relationship with them. Um, it seems like yeah, that's this is, like Brazil is Lewis's. I I don't know if this is like one step to him being like maybe he go he runs for president. Can you do that? Do you have to be a citizen for that, or is that a U.S. thing only? I mean, he is a citizen in, pres- in oh, Brazil, so there you go. So he literally could, yeah. He literally uh, could. Could you imagine? Speaking of Brazil, do you remember about six months ago, around May time frame, Bernie Ecclestone, ex-executive uh, for F1, he got arrested in Brazil for carrying mm-hmm. a gun? He's back uh, back in the paddock, so good, nice. good, you know. So, yeah, good for him, not letting a little bit of legal trouble get in the way of a good F1 experience. If they're going to let him back, when are we going to let back Nikita? That's all I want to know. <laughs> he, just, he just shows up in Abu Dhabi. They're like, no, 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 no. He wasn't, he wasn't carrying our gun, dude. It was fine. He was just <laughs> trying to be a DJ. What's up with Nikita Mazepin? Where's, where's old Mazzy at, dude? What's he I, doing? I, I, I saw him um, turning some discs, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. I yeah, did see that, dude. too. He's DJ a DJ Mazepin. Yeah. DJ, DJ Maz. Good. That's awesome. <laughs> 
Um, let's see what else we got. Haas not announcing their driver. I think because it's like anti news. Like they're not gonna go ahead and announce their driver for Brazil. Gunther was like, we will, we might do it before Abu Dhabi, or we might do it after. So it's like, okay. So basically, what he's saying is like, we will probably announce a driver at some point by the beginning of the season. What if they don't? <laughs> they, don't do they just do a rotating like driver situation nice dude you know, like like you, if you, yeah it's like you don't do well this weekend we're gonna pop you out onto the next one we'll see and then like if you do good we're gonna keep the train rolling i don't know dude, that's a terrible idea like celeb shots and beer pong it's like uh this week we have kimmy raikkonen <laughs> i would absolutely love that that'd be sick <laughs> just all the like recently retired guys seb comes back they throw yeah, in hulk dude. you know i think hulk is up there as like a potential think, candidate I, which would be awesome i heard he's like top on one of their lists right now which yeah. still the the relationship i know we keep saying it that relationship between him and k-mag um i i really hope i know they're gonna be shit again next year but Really hope that Drive to Survive knows that going into it and was like, we're going to overdo it on Haas. Absolutely milk everything. Like all the storylines, milk them out of Haas. Yeah. Um, outside of that, three more sprint races are going to happen next year in 23. I say this because Brazil is going to feature a sprint race itself. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I feel like we've kind of beat to death the whether or not we like sprint races and, and like, kind of the different, uh, like, the different arguments for whether or not you should or should have them. But I don't know, three, three more, just tack them on until eventually we just have all sprint races before Grand Prix. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the change of pace, but I don't think I like sprint races enough for it to be the, the standard. Um, all right. That's enough recent headlines. Let's get into the Grand Prix view of the Sao Paulo Brazilian Grand Prix. At the Autódromo José Carlos Bassi, more broadly known as Interlagos, which means between lakes in Portuguese. Uh, the two lakes that this track is between are the Guarapiranga and the Bilings, both man-made lakes in a beautiful part of a beautiful country. This is where uh, this track is where Lollapalooza takes place in Brazil. How about that? Wow. Yeah, and when there aren't teenagers doing hard drugs to EDM, uh, this place doubles as a very quality, historic racetrack located in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Our 20 favorite drivers will go around 15 turns in this kind of amoeba-looking circuit. Sector 3 leading into Sector 1 are more privy to the like rewarding the top speed of cars with some nice straights. Sector 2 is going to reward the cars that can take medium speed corners well. Uh, 4.3 kilometers long means a short track, means shorter lap times, means a higher number of laps. So we'll have 71 laps around this bad boy here. Some features of the track. We got some bank corners, which are always a crowd favorite, and two DRS zones in the straights of sectors three and one, where the hefty majority of the overtaking seems like it's going to take place here. Something different about this track is that they'll race counterclockwise, which doesn't you, on the surface, doesn't seem like it would matter all that much, but actually does because of the centrifugal force, like pushing the driver's head with all those G-forces to the right instead of to the left. So some different muscles in the neck are used. They will beat this point to death in the commentating. They will really bring it home that it's special that we're racing in a counterclockwise fashion instead of clockwise. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you remember, I was, I was thinking about it last year. Like, there was talk about – building a second track in Brazil. So deforesting kind of part of the Amazon cool, to build a new nice. racetrack. Yeah, good. You know, it's carbon neutral, baby. 
Formula <laughs> One. We're, we're doing our best. <laughs> and yeah, I'm a fan of the of like more racing, but it would be silly to try and, and rival Interlagos with building a new track because like drivers just love this track. There was the home of Senna and the Brazilian people still have huge pride for Senna, which they, you know, they should. Um, and it's just got like a, like a kind of carnival atmosphere basically that like you know given like again like i said a lot of history given that it's toward the end of the season multiple drivers have secured their championship here um it's just like a like a cool track and it's kind of like it would whatever other track that they create would be kind of like a, a redheaded stepchild to uh you know to 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 the brazilian people i think but i'm not brazilian i i got a much smaller booty than those brazilians down there south of the border let's talk about historic parts of the track because we're going to hear them a lot in the commentating historic parts there's the s do senna or senna's s which is right at the beginning of sector one i think it's curve yeah turn one and two uh, and then the Curva do Sol, or the, the Curve of the Sun, in turn three, big sweeping left-hander that leads into the DRS zone in Sector 1. So, again, I've said it multiple times, we got history, got a cool track, back after a week, uh, a week off of no racing, all components for a hell of a race. So, as always, we're excited to see how it turns out. Uh, most likely won't see what we saw last year, which was Lewis making up 25 positions because of some penalties uh, during the sprint and the Grand Prix. Uh, but surely definitely going to see some cool stuff here. I don't think this track ever really disappoints. So both championships are locked up, but still some spots to be gained in the midfield. Uh, speaking of those uh, happenings within the race, let's talk about some gambling. Let's make some money on those happenings in the race, yeah. baby. Let's go on. Yes, sir. Let's go on to gambling predictions. All right, as it stands right now, Marco is in the money, baby. He is 0.2 units ahead of the game with $102. I am a little over two units down, two and a half units down with $74. Reminder that we started with $100 at the beginning of the season. So, Marco, tell me what you got for the people to make their picks this weekend. Um, Pretty risky from what we've been seeing the last couple weeks. Alpine double points finish minus one ten. Okay, I like that. two units. I like oh double unit special. Yeah, baby. I almost I was when I was prepping for the podcast. I was like, should I should I do a quadruple unit special? Oh my <laughs> gosh, why not, dude? I think for Abu Dhabi we'll have to go all out. With one of yeah, that's good. We're gonna either, I'm gonna either live leave with like three hundred or I'm gonna leave with. Four. Yeah, that's gambling, baby. That's Dallas, baby. Hell yeah. That's Dallas. Is that uh, is that all you got gambling? You're just going to double unit special? That's it. Just double unit special. For me, I went positive odds. So plus 110, one unit. Danny Ricardo, top 10 finish. I think he's going to finish in the points. I think he's got a, a little, like, very last part of the season wind, which we are going to uh, cash in on. So one unit on plus 110. And then I just one unit on over a 10 second winning margin. I could lie and say that this is because oh well it's like like shorter race tracks typically like more turns. Red Bull's good at uh, who I assume is going to win this race. Red Bull's good at taking those like corners and high top speed. But really this is just shooting from the hip as all of our gambling is. So there we go. We make some money for the weekend. You're welcome in advance. I, I do like your Danny Rick because uh, similar to the toilets down under. Going counterclockwise, oh, you know they're used to seeing I, the water going that way. You know, make it a double unit special then. Oh double unit God, plus one ten. Danny Ricardo top ten points. Uh, we could be 
could be in some trouble if things don't break our way, but we're going to go for it. Uh, you're welcome. Like I said, you're welcome in advance for the gambling uh, picks and winners that we just gave you. Let's go on to our race predictions. All right, coming into the weekend of the Brazilian Grand Prix, I am leading Marco by one point, 27 points to 26 points. Um, this is a close one. Two races left. There's a gap to be closed, but if there's a guy to do it, it's the guy that goes on and does a podcast while he's barely alive and barely can sit up. It's this guy. So, Marco, you start off. Who do we think will crash a DNF? Um, I'm going to go with Leclerc. It's been way too long. Okay, funny that you say that because <laughs> I was going to go Carlos Sainz. Oh, so, I mean, it's, yeah. it's about, one of us is going to get this right. I can promise you that. Um, I picked I both picked two Red Bull drivers the last two weeks, so I'm going to go away from that. I'm going to say that with his honorary uh, honorary citizenship, I think I read gives you kind of an extra an extra uh, tenth and a half. So put me down for a Lewis Hamilton first win of the season in Interlagos, Brasil. Um, I'm not going to try to go for it hitting all race predictions. So I'm going to say if Charles doesn't DNF, he's going to win this race. Okay, nice. <laughs> it's one or the other. We're hedgers. Last place, also Charles, baby. <sighs> can't do that. I just can't. I'm going to go with um, the decent pick, uh, Nicholas Latifi. I like that a lot. Give me his teammate, Alex Albon, for last place. Driver of the day. I really wish I didn't do Lewis last year or last last race <laughs> because that seems like a really obvious one. Uh, but give me a Sergio Perez, uh, driver of the day. Yeah, you said my answer. I don't think that this necessarily like affects. I know like the love and stuff of that city, but like the people at the race probably aren't the ones the the vast majority voting. I started to thinking about a little bit more. You know. It's probably yeah. the viewers yeah. all around the world, so it probably doesn't work as much as we thought this big of like an advantage was. But nonetheless, I'm going to go with Lewis because you know Brazil. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's like the that's the that's the pick to to pick if you're trying completely to completely contradict by my reason. But I love it. <laughs> uh, dish of the day. I have not said him in a minute. I'm going to go with Lance Stroll. That's a good one. Give me a Max Verstappen. I think he gets a little uh, a little chippy. No, why not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. nothing. There's nothing he has to worry about. He's in, he's, you know, he's in, this is an away game for him. This is Lewis's home turf. So I think maybe, dude, imagine Max crashes into Lewis on, on Lewis's honorary citizenship weekend. Yeah. The chaos that ensues from the that. Booze. Yeah, the booze. Uh, my wild card prediction, I did no Ferraris on the podium last go around. Um, I was thinking about doing no Red Bulls on the podium, but I did that two weeks ago. So I'm going to go with uh, similar to my winner. I think if it's not Lewis, could be George. Give me a Mercedes, uh, Mercedes first win of the season. Okay, I'm gonna say Mercedes. This actually kind of goes in hand with my wildcard prediction. Mercedes cuts the lead to Ferrari to 20 or less. They're at 40, so they cut it in half. I like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll... which would make next week very fun. <laughs> Redemption for Mercedes in Abu Dhabi. Love it. Yeah. Who do you have for fastest lap? Fastest lap, I have Max. Like that, give me Lewis for fastest lap. And pole position, I went Charles last week and Max the week before. Um, Sergio is Latin American, and we're racing in Latin America. Give me Sergio Perez pole position. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Max. Okay. I think you did pole for Max last time around. but um, I did, so I'm not going to go Max on this one. <laughs> um, I am going to go, you know what? 
no. Uh, Lewis. There you go. Okay. You also did Lewis two times. Yep. Uh, George. <laughs> okay. Third time's we did a charm, it. baby. Third, Third time's a charm. And how many cars don't finish for you, Marco? Uh, three. Three. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four. No reasoning behind that, so I'm not going to act like there is. There you have it, folks. Marco, you did extremely well for being uh, on your deathbed here. Appreciate everybody for listening. It's it's Brazilian weekend, baby. Carnival, let's party. We will see you after the Brazilian Sao Paulo Grand Prix. Thanks for listening. See you, assholes. Uh, weather on Friday is going to be uh, 82 and rainy. Saturday, 80, rainy with thunderstorms. Sunday, 82 rainy how exciting is that (laughs) that's it (laughs) wow so see assholes see assholes i'm gonna speaking of rain i'm gonna take a shower because i'm just covered in sweat Yeah. <laughs>